In just a few minutes, we'll be right with you with another award-winning, action-packed edition of your Tony Basilio Show. Bueno, 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 bueno. Great Monday to you and yours. Tony Basilio welcoming you to another edition on your Tony Basilio Show. So glad to be with you today. Excited for an opportunity to serve you, to be with you after... Uh, Crazy sports weekend, and we got a lot to discuss today. Phil Steele's going to join us. SEC media meetings are next week. And so we're right around the corner, Yenzers. We are right around the corner. And, Bino, this baseball thing is such that it gives you something to focus on and look at. It's really, really compacted What what is the off season? Yeah, it has, Tony. It's, um, uh, you know, we've been, usually we've been looking forward to the uh, to the college football annuals coming out for a month before they come out with nothing else to talk about. Now, since we're pretty good in baseball and the way that they push back the draft, it's uh, it gets us just about right up to football season. And it's exciting. It's fun. You yeah. know, the... Um we, we've got a break in the in the sports schedule right now because of the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game. The draft was last night. You find yourself watching the draft, Bino? Uh, I, I do. Um, you know, I know that's a relatively new thing for Major League Baseball uh, compared to the others, but uh, especially now... Uh, that uh, that Tennessee's back in in the limelight, mm-hmm. uh, and you know more of the SEC players, and you also look at it from a standpoint of uh, with the transfer portal. Uh, you you hear names all the time. You 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 reel some in like Tennessee's done, and then you're interested whether you're going to lose them or not. So, kind of fun, isn't it? It is. I. I uh, that's that's kind of a, a a new enjoyment on the on the sports calendar. Congratulations to Joe Milton three, Omari Thomas and Jacob Warren. The three will be representing the Vols at SEC Media Days next week. So, felicitaciones to those guys. Um, there you go. That's going to be taking place next week at the Hyatt, the Grand Hyatt, down in Nashville. Or I should say in Nashville, July 17th through the 20th. So it is, it is right on top of us here. Brian, you excited? You pumped for Phil Steele today, Brian? You fired up, focused, and prepared, Brian? 24 minutes and 10 seconds by my countdown clock. It's pretty exciting. And then we're going to have the first appearance of a gentleman we call Bob Killer Kowalski coming up in hour number two. He's from Zen Sports. And they've got a game uh, that they're uh, wanting you to play uh, for the upcoming All-Star game, which... um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the All Star Game, other than boy, there are a lot of great young players in baseball right now. Bino, I'm not sure how many of them play for the Phillies. Maybe the Yankees have a few more than the Phillies. We do have Bryson Stott though, who's been kind of a revelation. I think he's like fourth or fifth in the National League in hitting. 
Uh, you know what's weird in baseball now? The guy hit, he was hitting, I don't know, right around 300, 297, and he's fourth or fifth in the league, Bino. What happened to all these mid-330s guys we used to have in baseball? Uh, yeah, that doesn't occur anymore, Tony, because it doesn't matter to him. There's just no value in it. No, no. it's And, you know, maybe rightly so, it's more about on-base percentage than anything else. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, the, when you don't value putting the ball in play, then average is obviously going to suffer. It makes no sense to me. The Phillies have a leadoff hitter that hits 165 in Kyle Schwarber, Bino. Something to that effect, but they say he walks a lot. Strikes out all the time, but they say he walks a lot. Never puts the ball in play and can't field. But other than that, I'm sure he's a great player. Y'all just fired your uh, pitching coach yesterday, yet or your hitting coach. You had to do something, but you fired him. You hit 233 as a baseball team. I don't know how you watch that night in and night out, Bino. Oh, it's awful, Tony. It's the it, it's the. Let's see, it's the lowest average uh, that the Yankees have had at the All-Star break since 1968. That was Mantles last year. Yeah, that was when you all became the Dregs Society, the summer of 68. Uh, it was before that, Tony, but uh, yes. That was the year, that wasn't that the year that uh, Yaz chased the Triple Crown? I think that was. I believe that was 67. It all kind of runs together for me. Yeah, me too. At any rate, was that the year uh, Canigliero got hit, Bino? Was that 68? I can't remember, Tony. It was right in there. I, I, I think it was 68 when when he got banged. Mm. So we have a lot to discuss today. What do you guys think of uh, Dolander going to uh, the... Colorado Rockies, I wrote in the blog, in my dark humor, as only I can. I sure hope he doesn't groove them there because they'll fly out of that park like they did Lindsey Nelson Stadium when at times he would miss the spots at this level. Really happy for him that he was a top ten pick. Uh, Hate that he went to Colorado. I mean, good gosh. That is torture on a pitcher, isn't it? Well. He's used to that kind of a ballpark that's easy to hit out of, at least. Yeah, he's used to seeing him fly out of. Yeah, so he should be right at home. Poor guy. We're hazing. A, I'm hazing a guy being there that was a top 10 pick. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's Philly for you. Brian, when's the draft resume? You're producing you know, I've tried here. I to ask that question around, and I can't get a reply. It's, I guess, this afternoon, early this afternoon. I'd say around noontime. It hasn't started back up as of yet, the draft tracker I'm looking at. Any idea, Bino, when it cranks back up? Because this is the... I, think I, I believe I read somewhere, Tony, where it starts back at 1 o'clock. But okay. I, I'm not certain of that. Now, do they televise it anywhere, or do you just have to watch the tracker from here on out? I I think you have to look at the tracker because the ESPN's got Wimbledon on, and then yeah. I looked at the MLB channel, and it's just got stuff around the All-Star game. Nothing said about the draft. That is so odd that the MLB has their own network, and they don't put the draft on there. 
Do, do you guys find well, that odd? Like I find that odd. Star, I guess they want to. They'd rather people. I think they think more people would rather watch. Well, then hold the, the draft a month game. earlier, like you should, like you always did before. I guess. Right. So, so the college baseball on, coaches so. can then build their teams. As it is, though, Bri, for the uninitiated, the Vanderbilts and the Arkansas are slowly getting picked apart. Are they not, Brian Hartman? Well, that's okay by a lot of all fans, I'm sure. And, yeah, the Arkansas had a couple. Bandy as well had some players that, in Auburn, I believe, as well had a first-round pick. So Arkansas, Bandy, Auburn, maybe even LSU to an extent. The other reaction I have being out of last night's draft is, boy, if I was a fan of another conference in any sport, I would really hate the Southeastern Conference. With hate in 45-point, bold-type, underlined, italicized. How obnoxious is the Southeastern Conference, Bino, when it decides to win at something? I mean, it is the next best thing to Saudi oil money, isn't it, in, in college sports? Think about how obnoxious last night's draft must have felt for if you're watching from other leagues. It was pretty obnoxious if you're for this league and you're watching LSU's coach up there with all their players getting taken. You know, I was watching the end of the U.S. Open when he was on, the, the women's U.S. Open, which was a really, really great event at Pebble, and it was beautiful, and it was fun to watch. And women's golf is a, is a great sport that people don't talk about, but it's a cool sport. And uh, it was a major. And so I'm in a golf household. And I'm in Rome. I'm doing as the Romans were doing with my wife and my son. My wife has a better golf swing than my son, but he'll tell you that. Um, my whole thing with, I hear that the LSU coach was really obnoxious last night, whereas Tony Valls is a, was kind of uh, self-deprecating and fun and funny. This LSU guy is, uh, he's, I think he's a little serious for school, Bino. Did you get that? Well, I only watched it for a little while, and then I turned over to, uh, to watch Chris, uh, but uh, it, to me, and, you know, I know they've got a lot to be, to me it came off as an LSU infomercial. Well, they won the whole thing, and they had the first two picks in the draft, which has never happened before. Yeah, which was enough without having their coach on there. But they also which spent. Is they, which is why they had their coach on there. But but the, my my takeaway they is they selected him. Now to be fair to them, yeah. they selected that before they won anything. But the thing is, guys, and I wrote this today in the blog. This is just the beginning for the Southeastern Conference. The Southeastern Conference baseball teams are going to continue to buy the best players from the leagues around them. That's what it is. I mean, look what Tennessee did in this cycle. And I was exchanging texts with Tony Valls over the weekend, and they're still not done. He was over in North Carolina this weekend. They're still not. They're still not. And I'm look. I'm not faulting it, but they're using these other. They're using the ACC as a feeder league in this conference. Bean Star, like a feeder league. Yeah, and that's the league that had a lot of players drafted yesterday too. So, right. They had what nine teams sent to the tournament. I'm tell I'm, I mean, guys, it is, 
that whole concept of the number of World Series teams coming out of this deal or, you know, there's eight slots out there, I mean, just get ready for it. When Texas and Oklahoma join this league, it'll be half the College World Series every year or it's an upset. And then with the first-round picks, the way they're buying these guys, and look, I'm, I'm not decrying it, but it's the same deal as the NFL. It's going to be the same deal going forward. And you know it drives people crazy, uh, NFL fans, Bino. We know that, and I don't blame them. I, I do not blame people for having SEC fatigue. Like Bino said, we're in the SEC, and it's easy to have SEC fatigue. And we're in the footprint. We're in the middle of it. It's really, it's incredible, Beanstar. When I got here, this thing was a was a regional league that was probably underappreciated nationally, and now it is a behemoth, a flat out behemoth. Is what this league is. Yeah, it's <laughs> as as you say so often. If when when they get invested in something, uh, it's it's hard to top this league. Well, well, I had a friend text me from Pennsylvania. He's like, "Are you guys building a hundred million dollar college baseball stadium?" And I said, "Yeah." And his reply was, "Why?" <laughs> and I don't know how to answer that. I didn't have a, I didn't have a, I mean, how do you answer that? The sport doesn't make money. Like, how do you answer that, Bino? I guess because they have it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, what, you know, it's whatever means the most to who. Well, I was telling, like, my, my, my friend Jack Fritz, who works at WIP in Philly, I was telling him, I was like, he loves baseball. And we were texting last night, and the Phillies got this kid out of Florida who had that hammock bone injury uh, who was going to be a top-ten pick. I mean, this kid has – you talk about a guy who puts a vicious swing on a baseball. Anyway, so they got him at the bottom of the first round, but we were exchanging texts, and he goes, man, the SEC is crazy. I said, get ready for it. Next year is going to be the same thing. Next year is going to be the same, and the year after that, and the year after that. So Phil Steele's going to join us. Orange Throat wrote a really interesting piece today, Bino, where he drilled down on last football season and asked, is it duplicatable? How much of what happened last year is duplicatable going forward? And his message is double-digit win seasons are pretty special around here, and you are a former hater somewhere buried in the middle of that and and you need to come correct and give former his his flowers because he did something here with the double digit win seasons that that nobody's done before yeah at, at a rate no one has ever matched um uh yeah i, I uh i'll uh i'll i'll cop to that i i i, I believe that uh Fulmer was probably underappreciated uh, the first half of his tenure, uh, probably because of either the perception or the reality of how he got its job and who he stepped over to get it. 
Um, the last half of his tenure, uh, he was overappreciated, overprotected, and overcompensated. You just can't do it, can you? I, I, no, I, I can't. You had to say, be, why? why I can couldn't be honest you, about his tenure. Why couldn't you? All right, let me ask you this. Who's better head football coach, him or Johnny Majors? <laughs> I think you lost. Uh, well, Brian, Brian, let me know talk here. You're going to leave a tender moment alone here, Billy Joel. I think Fulmer was a uh, better uh recruiter um i think i think and i think he was easier to work for uh which gave him a uh, a more stable staff um i think majors probably uh was a better builder and a better football coach i don't think that philip former Mm-hmm. Could have taken anything from the ground and built it up. Uh, the way Majors did twice. See, I had a bet. I had a bet Fulmer with somebody for how you'd answer that. Situation by, sorry, I'm, well, I'm no, I won the bet. I won show. the bet. Go ahead. Um, so, so Phil, the answer's former, me now? No, the answer's not former. The answer's, uh, uh, the better overall football coach and builder was Majors. Damn it, I lost the bet. Go ahead, uh, Brian. Former doesn't win an national championship if Majors doesn't set him up. I'm not 20 in- minutes into my show and I've already lost my bet. I'll tell you this, guys, and I'm not a big Filmer fan because I – think it's university it became university of filmer and it wore me out but his run in the 90s you know johnny wasn't going to do that was he i mean i know it's revisionist everybody likes to have their revisionist history he wasn't going to do that though i i think he could have if he had the run of quarterbacks that uh that former had um but I don't know. I, I don't know that he has that run of quarterbacks, and that's the thing. I also think that uh, that former staff did a much better job of fortifying uh, the defensive front, um, probably, uh, at, from a depth standpoint. Um, I, I I wonder if Johnny could have kept a staff. Uh, stable enough because he was obviously a hard man to work for. Oh. I wonder if he could have kept a, a stable enough staff in order to to win consistently at that level that that former did in the first half of his tenure. It's an interesting discussion, and especially when you look at Hypel and you say, "Okay, what's the trajectory from here?" And is it fair to compare Hypel? against past coaches and say, okay, well, you know, double-digit win seasons are, like we were talking about it last year when it was going on, guys, 11-win seasons are few and far between here. Few and far between. Now, obviously, you play more games now, so you get more opportunities, you get more crack at the, uh, you get more of a bite at the apple. However, 
the league's a lot harder right now than it ever was in time. So it, it's certainly it's certainly an interesting conversation. We'll take a brief timeout and come back on the other side. Phil Steele will join us as we continue. We we go from the past to the present and the expectations for the Tennessee Volunteers, who he has predicted for 2023 one of his surprise teams this year. We'll ask him about that as we continue. It's your Tony Basilio show on a Monday after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 
808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Not only is B-Back with you, but the great Phil Steele joins as well, who I think we've been doing this for about 35 years now. However long his publication's been out, I found him in year one. And Phil Steele, God bless you, brother. You're still going. You, You are still rolling, my man. Hey, Tony, and, and I, I can't thank you enough. Year one of the magazine, get me on with you, and uh, doing it each and every year since. Back then, the uh, the magazine was just 188 pages. It was black and white on newsprint, and was just one of those things which we were throwing out there for the first time, seeing how it took. And it seems like once people got their hands on a copy, they need to have it every year. Now we're the, uh, the best-selling college football preview. For... Power rating purposes, handicapping all that stuff, and putting that magazine together, doing all that at one time, right? Um, how does the portal impact you? Uh, big time, Tony. It used to be, uh, you know, there was a time where 10, 12 years ago, we'd go to the press middle of May, and now you can't do that anymore. I mean, the, the portal actually closed this year on May 15th. And if you went to the press, let's say, May 15th, 
you wouldn't know where half these players landed. We wait three weeks after the portal closes, so we're able to capture all the places they land. Uh, I probably talked to 122, 123 of the 133 head coaches. They all have my cell phone, and I'm like, hey, text me if you get any players in before June 7th. So we were June 6th, I'm getting texts from coaches. They just signed a player. I think we captured about 99% of the, the players where they landed, and we definitely captured everybody that entered the portal because it closed three weeks prior to us going out. So it, it forced us to, to put the magazine out later. We're going out uh, June 7th is when we send the final page to the press. And when I started this whole thing, Tony, back in uh, 1995, Joe DePoplo from the Game Plan magazine said, Phil, the key to college football preview magazines is be the first one out there because everybody buys that first one. Everybody buys that second one. Everybody buys the third one. Then they're done with their college football previews. But with my magazine, people will wait around and get it no matter how late we come out. And that's how Bino Jeff Henderson is. We were just talking about that. And um, so Phil Steele now joining us on the program. I remember the old Game Plan magazine. We were talking about all the annuals that were out there. with John Adams uh, with the Knoxville News Sentinel has been around forever. Uh, you know, cop pulls him over, Phil, and he pulls out a rock, you know, when he gets stopped by the police. That's his idea is chiseled on a piece of stone. But we were talking about uh, just all the different publications that were out there back then, game plan. That that brings back uh, uh, that brings back uh, some, some, some good memories. Let's talk about 2023. So this Southeastern Conference is really really a strange animal this year i was looking at your rankings your player rankings uh and and we start at the quarterback position you know in 2023 for better or for worse man have you ever seen this thin of a year in, in this league at that position yeah it's it's really unusual and you even take a player like uh, will rogers who's coming back at mississippi state all kinds of great numbers in the mike leach offense uh, but you look at them this year, they're switching their offense. Will Will Rogers come anywhere near last year's numbers? I don't think so. They're definitely going to run the football more uh, than they have in past years, and Will Rogers has adapted to the offense. So he's a guy that's, you know, you look for him to throw for 4,000-plus yards. I don't think that's going to happen this year. And, and I saw where you had uh, Joe Milton fairly highly uh, in your rankings. Tell me about what you see when you look at Joe Milton and his prospects for 2023. Well, I'll tell you what, NFL scouts are drooling over this guy, as you know, uh, Tony, and he's got everything you want. He's got the size, you could throw the football 90 yards, he's mobile. It's his third year in the offense, uh, and he's playing in a very potent offense that's going to produce a lot of stats. So my biggest question mark with Joe Milton is, can he duplicate what uh, Hendon Hooker did last year, which is 27 touchdowns but only two interceptions the whole year? I think that's what one of the big parts of what made Tennessee so strong last year on offense was the fact they weren't turning the ball over via the interception. Can Milton do that for an entire year? I like what he did in his final two games last season, but can he do that over the entire season would be the biggest question mark. But there's no doubt if you're looking – you know, if you're looking for talent, just the pure, raw talent of a quarterback, Joe Milton's probably the best in the country this year. You know, Jeff Henderson, jump in here. We've got uh, Phil Steele joining us on the program, and the Phil Steele Annual is uh, out and available to you, and I'll let Phil give you the information. Go ahead, Bino. Uh, Phil, I, I, I absolutely love the magazine. I'm a little late. I ordered mine today. Usually I have it in front of me when you're here with us. But uh, two of the sections that I really, really 
uh, kind of hone in on early in the season are the your most improved teams and also your uh, your returning experience chart that you put out there. I, I think those are two really good indicators of what kind of seasons teams are going to have. Give us a couple of your most improved and uh, tell us a little bit about who's kind of topping the uh, the experience chart. I appreciate that, Bino. And, uh, you know, my most improved team in the country this year, and this ties in with the experience chart, is Texas A&M. And you know, last year, Texas A&M was just five and seven. But as you know, uh, Jimbo Fisher is bringing in remarkable recruiting classes each and every year. Well, last year, they were only number 124 on my experience chart, one of the bottom 10 teams experience-wise. And when I went over the team with Coach Fisher, and we're going over each unit, it would seem like he wrapped up almost every unit the same way, like the offensive line. Phil, we're going to be really good on the offensive line next year. That was always the thing. It was, it was next year because they were so inexperienced. Well, this year they've got 10 starters back on offense, 10 on defense. And even struggling through that 5-7 and seven season last year, they beat LSU. And they were at the two-yard line of Alabama with a chance to win the game on the final play of the game. Just came up short. They could have actually knocked off both Bama and LSU last year, even in a 5-7 and seven season. They get Alabama at home. Uh, last time that Bama traveled to College Station, they beat them. Uh, they do have to play both Tennessee and, and LSU on the road, which is the reason I didn't pick them to win the West. But I think if you're looking for a team that is vastly more experienced, they're all the way up to number 14 on my experience chart this year. Texas A&M is that team, and they are my number one most improved team. Number two most improved team, I'm going to the Big 12, and Oklahoma's off a rare losing season. Uh, after the bowl loss last year, that dropped them to 6-7. and seven. And going over the team with Coach Venables this year, uh, he was very unhappy with what the defense produced last year. 461 yards per game, 30 points per game. He runs somewhat of a complex defense. I think in the second year of the system, that's a plus. He also brought in a lot of transfers. In fact, I've got four transfers projected as starters on defense. I think they'll be vastly improved there. Offensively, Dylan Gabriel missed a couple of key games last year where they got blown out like Texas. Dylan Gabriel's back. They're in better shape at backup quarterback with Jackson Arnold, who I rate PS number five. The offensive line's a veteran group. And if you look at Vegas right now, Oklahoma is actually favored in 11 of their 12 games. They really have a dream schedule as far as the Big Ten goes this year. Uh, missing some of the big boys and getting the toughest games at home. So my two most improved teams, Texas A&M and Oklahoma. And one of your is uh, Texas the game they're not favored in. Oklahoma yeah, is not favored in only, Texas. Only game they're not favored in. They're a six-point dog right now. Every other game they are a favorite in Vegas. And what's the Tennessee A&M line? Do you think right now we can go over the rest of them later? But just for the conversation and the last question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right now, uh, Tennessee in that game is an eight and a half point favorite in Vegas. Uh, I have them a six point favorite, but they're an eight and a half point favorite in Vegas, which is above the seven. That's a pretty big difference when you're above the touchdown versus below a touchdown. You know, it's, it's very interesting when you start looking at Tennessee's schedule, particularly as it relates to your annual. We were talking before you came on. Texas San Antonio is kind of a sneaky, interesting game. Uh, for the Vols. Tell us about why you have uh, UTSA in that spot as a surprise team to watch uh, out of the non-Power Fives. Yeah, and it has to do with uh, with two things here. What Bino touched on, the experience chart, UTSA actually comes in number 13 on my experience chart this year. And keep in mind, 
Jeff Trailer is just doing a remarkable job. I remember going over the team with them uh, the first year. They were coming off a three and nine and four and eight, and I wasn't overwhelmed with the talent they had on the roster that first year. Yet somehow he got them to seven and five. So I thought, okay, this is a team that can compete for the CUSA title. What do they do? They go out and go basically twelve and one during the season, only dropping the bowl game uh, to fall to twelve and two. And then last year, once again. Uh, an outstanding 11 and 2 season, only dropping the bowl game to fall to 11 and 3. Their loss last year, when they played Texas, they're an extremely beat up team. They were, their offensive line was down like eight or nine starters, or not eight or nine offensive linemen, uh, three or four starters off the offensive line, and they really struggled. They've got a quarterback in Frank Harris that's been around seven years, and last year he had LASIK surgery. So, uh, what happened was he became a much better quarterback after the LASIK surgery. He threw for over 4,000 yards. He had close to 70% of his passes with an outstanding 32-9 ratio. He's back. They added, they've got uh, receivers with Cephas and Clark, and the defense has been very solid. They're extremely tough at home. Uh, they're really getting the Alamo Dome to be a tough place to go and play, very loud. Uh, the only games I have them an underdog all year, I've got them an underdog at Tennessee. Uh, which is a week after they're playing Army, which is always a tricky spot. And then the final game of the season when they're playing Tulane, I only have a three-point dog there. I do have a 17-point dog, though, at Tennessee. I think the Bulls handle that one. Now let's go through that, because uh, one thing that you've done for us down through the years as Phil Steele joins is uh, share your personal lines uh, with us, and, and we kind of use it as sort of a reference for the next six weeks or run up to the season until we start seeing those weekly numbers uh, as we play the ponies. Let's start September 2nd versus Virginia and Nashville. Yeah, Virginia is going to be a stronger team this year. And talking to Coach Elliott, he's pretty excited they're playing Virginia. He knows no one's going to give him a chance to win and thinks they have a shot at doing it. I can tell you, in Vegas right now, there is a number on this one. I saw 27 and a half. I actually have it a little bit more. I've got Tennessee a 31-point favorite. The thing I like about Tennessee as a favorite is when you get to the fourth quarter, Josh Heupel's still throwing the football. So uh, I think what you've got is an offense that's going to be able to score on a Virginia team. It has an underrated defense. Virginia's in their first game of the new offense, playing in a tough situation here uh, in Nashville. Uh, you know, it's tough for a young quarterback to make their first start in that situation. So I've got Tennessee a 31-point favorite. All right, we'll skip go P. Uh, with all due respect to our uh, neighbors uh, in that beautiful place of Clarksville, uh, shout out Rod in Clarksville at Florida, September 16. Phil, you know this one. I, I'm, uh, you know, the first one I had Tennessee better than the Vegas. Uh, this one I'm a little concerned. It's in the swamp. Uh, if you guys go back and take a look at the history of Tennessee in the swamp, it's been yeah. pretty rough. Uh, Tennessee right now in Vegas is a seven-point favorite in this game. I only have them a two- or three-point favorite in the game, very light because of the fact it's in the swamp. I'm anxious to see what Graham Mertz does this year. Now, talking uh, to uh, Coach Napier and going over the squad with him, he's sort of like uh, he likes the fact they're under the radar. He loves the fact they're over under win total in Vegas right now. For Florida, is five-and-a-half. Nobody's given many shots this year. And I asked him about Mertz because Mertz isn't your typical quarterback for the Florida offense. But he says this is a guy that uh, came in. He's got the arm talent. He's extremely bright. Scored very high on the uh, the 
uh, mental uh, test that they have for the NFL. And he's a guy that's first in, last out, has really worked with the team, and he thinks he's going to be an underrated quarterback this year. I know Napier did a tremendous job at Louisiana. I think he's going to do a very good job at Florida. The game is in the swamp. I've got Tennessee only a slight favorite there. Vegas has him at seven. You know, I, I, well, who cares what I think? Moving along. South Carolina on September 30 in Knoxville. Yeah, and this is a game where um, Tennessee's playing with legitimate revenge. You go back to last year, South Carolina just sort of ambushed them with some big plays early. I know South Carolina's got tremendous special teams. Uh, Tennessee is a 13-point favorite in Vegas right now. But once again, I'm a little bit higher. I like the fact Tennessee can roll it up. I think they're clearly better offensively and defensively than South Carolina. The big question would be the special teams evening out factor. But uh, overall, I've got Tennessee a 21-point favorite in that game. And as we saw, a couple of games last year, South Carolina, it sort of got away from them. If they can keep it close, they got a chance. But they had some games like Florida, which they lost by 32. Georgia, which they lost by 41. Even the Missouri game, they lost by 13. And I think Tennessee's the type of team that steps on your throat in the fourth quarter if given the opportunity. How how high did you have Rattler uh, on your quarterback rankings in the league? Uh. He is towards the top. I like the way he finished the year. I did not have Spencer Rattler in my top four, but I'd say he's probably five or six. Uh, and i got to be honest with you, with South Carolina, when they were six and four, Tony, I thought for sure they were headed for six and six because they had Tennessee and Clemson on deck. Then Rattler all of a sudden emerged as the Spencer Rattler you thought he could be, had those two games against Tennessee, Clemson, even a solid game against Notre Dame. So if he continues to progress like that and play like he did at the end of the season, plus when you look at the quarterback situation, while I don't have him personally in my top four, I actually have the unit ranked above other units because they've got a backup quarterback in Luke Doty, who's been a first-time starter, and they also have a true freshman coming in in Lenora Sellers, who's a true freshman. So I actually have South Carolina ranked in the top ten of the magazine quarterback position-wise, even though I don't have Spencer Rattler in my top four of the SEC. Texas A&M, you mentioned them earlier. What, what was that number again? What was your number on this one? Uh, my number in the game, I have Tennessee a six-point favorite because it's in Rocky Top. Uh, Vegas is eight and a half in this one. So I think this one's going to be a tough game for Tennessee. Now, they do get the benefit of being off a bye, catching A&M uh, after playing Alabama, which was part of the factor. I probably originally would have had this at three, Tony, but the situation had me moving it up to six, and the fact that uh, Texas A&M is off with a huge game against Bama at home, and Tennessee's off a bye. And you love, not like, you're going against the grain here. You love Alabama this year. Why? Nick Saban. (laughs) You know, uh, you you look at them uh, the last two years, they've been a preseason number one team in the country. I believe only once has Nick Saban ever won the national title as the preseason number one team in the country. This year they're not going to be preseason number one. Yes, they only have five returning starters on offense, five on defense, but Saban's got the talent. And while they don't know their quarterback yet, they'll find one. Uh, whether it's Buckner, whether it's Milroe, whether it's Simpson, I think they'll do fine. They get their toughest, uh, what people expect to be their toughest two games, LSU and Texas, both at home. Uh, and they also get Tennessee at home as well. So they get the toughest games at home this year. 
Uh, Texas A&M is going to be the one spot where I've got rated a toss-up game, but I do have them favored in 11 of their games this year. So let's talk about the uh, Alabama-Tennessee game. What's your number there? Uh, this is one where uh, Vegas has it at 9.5. I actually have it at 14. I think if you follow Alabama in the last couple of years, they've been iffy on the road. They go on the road, they struggle. But at home, they're a completely different animal. You take a look at uh, last year, Tennessee could easily have, uh, did beat Alabama, but that was at home where Alabama's been struggling on the road. Now Alabama's playing with revenge. They're at home. Uh, you know they're going to get their A game, absolute A game from Alabama this year. Yeah, and that's an interesting thing, right? At home, that's when you know the tide has turned on it, so to speak, on a head coach. When they start getting, when they start having teams roll into their building and beat them, that's when you know that, hey, this guy's run might be cooling off. Or uh, It's interesting the way the schedule s- sets up for them. You do make a compelling point there. October 28th, as we visit with Phil Steele at Kentucky. Yeah, and Kentucky's tough at home, and they are off a bye. We're, meanwhile, Tennessee just played Texas A&M and Alabama. How much do you have left in your tank for a third straight big game, which is uh, one that Kentucky definitely has circled on the calendar this one they don't have a Vegas line on yet. I think Tennessee is the better team, and uh, I've got them a four-point favorite at Kentucky. Last time they went there, the game was pick em. They won the game by three. This time I've got them a four-point favorite on the road, even though the situation really favors Kentucky. Interesting. Uh, UConn will skip at Missouri, November 11. Yeah, Missouri is another team that plays better at home than they do on the road, but I still have the Vols a 10-point favorite in that one. I think they're the better team offensively and defensively, and uh, I, I like Tennessee in that one. I've got them a 10-point favorite. What kind of season do you see Missouri having, Phil? Uh, one where they're hoping to get to a bowl game. I think that uh, with Missouri, they've got, uh, on the schedule, I've got them a dog against Kansas State, a slight dog there, a dog against LSU at home, a dog at Kentucky, a dog at Georgia, a dog against Tennessee, and maybe the season comes around to those last two games of the season where they host Florida and travel to Arkansas as to whether or not they get to a bowl. They had a sneakily good defense last year. I know it didn't show much against Tennessee when the Vols put up 66 points, but that was by far their worst game of the season. Other than that, they played really good defense. They should have an improved offense this year, but uh, I think uh, getting to six wins would be good for Missouri. Tigers are dogs a bunch. Speaking of the dogs, the Vols get the Mighty Dogs November 18 here in Knoxville. What's your number? Only game of the season I don't have Georgia a double-digit favorite. Uh, And in Mm -hmm. Vegas right now, uh, Tennessee's an eight-point dog. I have a seven-point dog. I do think Georgia by that time. We'll have their quarterback and Carson Beck playing. Uh, they'll have 10 starts under his belt. That's really my biggest question mark. No question marks on defense for Georgia, best defense in the country. No question mark on the offensive line, number one offensive line in the country. Number six running backs, number four receivers, solid on special teams. Only question mark is quarterback. Carson Beck's probably better athletically, is better athletically, physically, than Stetson Bennett was. Can he match him as far as the production level goes? But he will be. He no longer will be a first-year starting quarterback at that point. He'll have ten starts under his belt. So I've got Georgia a seven-point favorite. Phil Steele breaking it down scientifically. Tennessee closes their schedule November twenty-five with Vanderbilt and Knoxville. Love what Clark Lee is doing at Vanderbilt, but as we saw last year, there's a difference in the program, 
And I think Josh Heupel knows that this is a team that uh, lost a couple years to Vanderbilt a few years ago. Not going to take them lightly. I've got Tennessee a 28-point favorite in that game. And to your point, when Heupel gets teams like this in his scope, they keep on firing. They don't. Yeah. There's no. There's no foot off the gas. And you know, when you're handicapping the Vols, you really have to take that into consideration, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you go take a look at Clemson, for example, Tony. Uh, Clemson is a team where, when they get to the fourth quarter of a game, and they're up by 31 points, you will see every single player on that roster, walk-ons, uh, everybody will hit the field in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make them a great home favorite. If you follow Georgia. Georgia's not a great home favorite under Kirby Smart. They're a great away favorite, but not home favorite. With Tennessee, with Josh Heupel, uh, I like the fact that, you know, five minutes ago in the game, up by 31 points, they're still throwing the football, trying to score. <laughs> I bet it's not fun being that coach. Well, we've seen other coaches kind of get get angry with him. He, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't apologize as Phil Steele joins on the TLD Logistics Hotline. Bino, jump back in here, then Phil's got to run. Uh, Bino, go ahead. Hey, Phil, uh, just just real quick on the way out. Uh, I know the way you immerse yourself in this, you may not be as surprised as I am, but in the third year uh, of Heupel's tenure, to see you have Tennessee favored in 10 out of 12 games uh, and with the only two times they're a dog against arguably the best two teams in America, uh, it, it's, it's amazing to me. And on the way out, I want to tell you, Phil, really, really appreciate – your magazine, all the hard work you put into it, and and the fact that you come on with us every year. Really appreciate you. Yeah, I'll come on for the next 29 years with you guys because uh, you had me on that first year. But uh, you know, I've done the show not enough with Tony. I remember there was a year where Tony, uh, I remember the comment after I analyzed the Florida game, he said, we just have to beat Florida this year. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've been there for the lean years of Tennessee, and it is a little surprising how quickly the turnaround has been under Josh Heupel. Appreciate that, Bino. On the way out, uh, tell the living listener where they can find you. Give the pitch, my friend, and great talking to you. Oh, always great talking to you, Tony. In fact, we should do this more than once a year. Uh, right now, the magazine is exclusively at two places this year. It's at Barnes & Noble. And books a million. In years past, you could go into the Walmarts and the Krogers and places like that and get the magazine. But this year, exclusive deal, Barnes and Noble, books a million, the only two places. And get them before they sell out, because that was a problem, an issue in the past with Barnes and Noble. We gave them extra copies this year, so it doesn't happen as fast. But you know they're going to sell out eventually. So go get your copy at Barnes and Noble, books a million. Or you can actually order it online. If you go to philsteel.com and order the magazine, you not only get the hard copy, but we throw in, there is a shipping charge on there. Naturally, it costs to ship things. But what we do is we give you the digital magazine updated absolutely free. So you get the hard copy and the digital copy for one price. And we actually update the digital magazine all the way up through September. We circle the players that are out for the year, add any players added to the page, put in any interesting notes. So that's uh, philsteel.com, Barnes & Noble, and Books A Million. Bow your head, Phil Steele. Great talking to you, my friend. Hey, Tony, always a pleasure, my friend. Great talking to you once again, and uh, thanks for having me on today. Be well, brother. Good talking to you. All right. He he, uh, he doesn't do a ton of that, but he said he wants to come on during the year. Uh, he's good He's good people, man. TLD Logistics, tldlogistics.com, presenting 
on your TLD Logistics Hotline, the great Phil Steele, as uh, he joined. Let's uh, let's go through this one more time. The numbers this year, you guys make sure I got these, okay? Um, let's go back. We'll start with the Virginia game. Vegas is 27. Steele's is 31. Austin P. No line. He said history's tough in the Florida series. Vegas is Tennessee minus seven. He's got the Vols minus three. Texas San Antonio and Knoxville. Uh, he's got the Vols plus 17 in that one. Minus 17. I mean, minus 17 in that game. Yeah. My bad. Pretty big difference. I would say it's a big difference. Uh, minus 21 is his line for the South Carolina game. Texas A&M game, uh, Tennessee is minus 6 in his line. Vegas line is uh, minus 8.5. So a couple spots, he doesn't like the Vols as much as Vegas does, which I kind of... I, I guess I find that interesting. Um, moving along, he loves Alabama, loves them. Three toughest games at home, which is an interesting uh, distinction uh, that he points out here. LSU, Texas, Tennessee. Vegas line is uh, nine and a half. He says his line is 14. He said Bama's been so-so on the road recently. But uh, but they hammer people at home. You buying or selling, Bino, that take? Uh, I, I'm not as high on Alabama as he is, um, but I'm, I'm sure he's correct in saying they've been better at home than on the road. Uh, yeah, and I'm not – look – I'm not ready to declare, to declare victory in that game, as some are, even though I do think Alabama. Look, here's when you know. Here's when you know that the foundation is starting to crack. When you're saving and people start coming into your building and start beating you. In college football, that's always a hallmark. That's when we knew it was over for Fulmer, Star. When they started coming into your building, and then when you got boat raced a few times in your building, and then it becomes a regular thing, then you know it's over. Yes. Yeah, when when you're no longer competitive with the top part of your schedule, uh, it's, it's over at that point. October 28 at Kentucky. He's got the Vols minus four in that one. UConn, I didn't ask. At Missouri, Vols minus ten. Georgia and Knoxville, um, Vegas was plus eight. His is plus seven, so he likes the Vols a little more than Vegas there. And then Vanderbilt to close the season, um, he's got the Vols minus 28 in that game. Tennessee favored in 10 out of 12 games, according to Phil Steele, which I think that's the first time in a good, I don't know, 20 years on here that he's made that declaration so as Bino pointed out in real time the 10 of 12 we'll come back on the other you side know, good Brian unfortunately if they only win eight yep. there's going to be some folks that will be disappointed in that but I don't know that they really should be yeah because I think eight's possible I totally agree with that yep 
I think that's the floor. But it's possible. Eight sure. four is very much in play. Sure. I I agree with that. I've said that the whole off season. My expectation this year is to set the table for twenty twenty four the and, and a run at a playoff with a first year quarterback in twenty twenty four. So and we'll enjoy the season every step of the way. But uh look I think this team will have a couple loud moments this year, maybe an upset, who knows? But might drop a game we're not expecting, or maybe even two. Last year we dropped one we weren't expecting to drop. This team's very capable, Bri, uh, of dropping a, a couple that we're not expecting. That's college football. That is the sport. So, and you're in a you're in a league where it's just highly competitive with very slim margin for error. We come back on the other side. Another tremendous, really special guest, and I'm excited to introduce the show after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. Blast into big July fun all summer long. You won't need sparklers, spinners, Roman candles, or any other fancy fireworks. You'll be rocketing toward explosive top prizes of up to $500,000 with the all-new July Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Hurry in and pick out your favorites today. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. What happens when the thrill of Powerball meets the thrill of NASCAR? You get a chance to win an exciting trip for two to the NASCAR championship race in Phoenix, Arizona. Plus, the chance to win a million dollars in a special drawing. Enter the NASCAR Powerball Playoff second chance drawing at TNVIPrewards.com between June 23rd and July 31st for your chance to win. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. NASCAR is used with express permission. NASCAR LLC is not a sponsor of this promotion. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is T. Willie. I have Mr. Miles Johnson on the phone from Foodland. Miles, what's happening today at Foodland? Well, today's been going pretty great, and this week we have uh, a pretty good sale, which includes ground chuck, three fifty nine a pound, assorted pork chops, $1.69 a pound, seedless grapes, $1.49 a pound, and sun drop 12 packs, two for nine. Wow, a lot, a lot of good deals, uh, and that's good. When you guys are busy, that's what it's all about. And uh, again, you're located right there on West 7th Street. Uh, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And uh, everybody in their store is very friendly whenever I come in. And uh, I always appreciate you uh, speaking with me every Thursday. And uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend and sell everything you got, okay? I'm going to try to. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Miles. Again, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Go check them out. They got some great deals, as they always do. And uh, they'll be very helpful. And they got a flyer at the door so you can pick it up and see what you got. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Making his Tony Basilio show debut. And I think think he and I are equally as excited excited about this. But uh, he is the odds maker slash handicapper at Zen Sports. Uh, one of our new partners here, and I'm excited to introduce Robert Killer Kowalski uh, to this audience. 
and and I was bragging on him uh, off the air to Bino and Brian. Uh, Handicapper today is that is that the website Robert Kowalski as I bring you in? Tony, thank, yes, uh, it, it's a pleasure and honor. Thank you. So yes, much for, well, thank for you. Me on today. You uh, gaming today? Gaming today? Okay, I, I'm so good. Yes. See, you're going to learn this about me because Bino <laughs> loves us. So it goes right in one ear and goes right out the other. Gaming today is the website. Which if you check that out, we'll show you that Robert Kowalski. Uh, not that he needs me to blow skirt uh, smoke up his skirt, but last year. During the NFL season, tell the story, Robert Kowalski, because you've got a story to tell here. It, it is, yeah. It, it was. Uh, I, I must have been uh, walking through uh, an awful lot of raindrops, and uh, it, it had a very, very fortuitous season for for me. If you go to gaming today, uh, they have a contest that's been going on for decades. It's called the Bookies Battle, and so. Previous, of course, to, to 2018, it was just all the odd setters from Nevada. Uh, but now that it's you know, spread across everywhere, including right here in, in Tennessee, there's going to be uh, opportunities for sportsbook managers to put up their picks against the NFL spread every week for 18 weeks. And you have to make these picks by Thursday. So it, it's quite a bit of a uh, quite a bit of a travel, right? So Tony... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a very good run. Uh, ended up 150 and 111, which calculates just under 58 percent. Let's call it 57 percent against the spread, and uh, I won the thing. So <laughs> now, Bino, Jeff Henderson. Now, Bino has been known to play a pony or two. Bino, would you say picking every single freaking game over the course of a year and hitting it at 58 percent? Would you say this cat's got some credibility here, Bino? I, I'd say I'd say Robert can uh, can pick them uh, much better uh, than anyone that we have on this panel today, Robert. And uh, it's it's amazing how uh, when I first started watching uh, like uh, the uh, gambling promotion shows uh, that would come out of Las Vegas, it's amazing how far the percentages have dropped. Those guys always hit like seventy eight percent, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Sure they do, Bino. Yes, exactly. No doubt about it. Come on down. Make sure you get my picks because I'm 20 for my last 20. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Kowalski joining on the program. Um, Robert, you you guys at Zen Sports have a fun something or other. You know, we've got long sports calendar here, and you have a fun with the with the Major League Baseball All Star Game. But you guys have a fun something for folks to get involved with. Share with us what you're doing, and then we've got a special offer for people. Go ahead. You know, no doubt, Tony. Thank you so much. Uh, what, what I'll mention is, yes, we're, we're new. We're, we're weeks young into our, uh, our debut here in Tennessee. And so with the All-Star Game tomorrow, Home Run Derby today, uh, we've got a Prop Palooza promo, right? And so... If you're looking to make a better two on the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, we've got you covered, right? All you got to do is make a, a bet of $100 or more on Zen Sports on the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. As of today, if you log in, you'll see the game. You'll see a couple of props. Obviously, I'm still waiting for the starting pitchers to be announced, and that's going to come around very, very soon this morning. Uh, and basically make the bet of $100 or more, receive up to $100 cash credit that same day. So 
what we when we say cash at Zen Sports, we really mean it. So any reward that you earn can be used as you please, even withdrawn directly to your bank. Uh, and here's how it works. Uh, Tony, if you're one of the first 10 customers to sign up using TN Tony as a referral code, and you'll, I'll, I'll explain why. Uh, use TN Tony as the referral bonus code when you sign up. You're going to earn $100 cash after making a bet of 100 or more. So the referral code is what really springs the rewards bonus uh, and the welcome bonus, unlike anything that I've really seen, and I've been doing this now for, oh, I don't know, Tony, I guess 20 years now. So it's uh, <laughs> the welcome bonus. So you're earning 5% cash back on every bet that you make in the first 15 days on the app. The bonus is capped at $250 unless you sign up with that referral bonus code, TN Tony. And in that case, it's uncapped for the first 15 days on the app. So that's what we're doing with the All-Star Game. And, of course, uh, for 15 days thereafter, I'm not really quite sure if anyone's ever seen anything like this before, but uh, I'm pretty excited about it. it uh, it's a reward and welcome bonus unlike anything that uh, I've seen, whether it's you know out west or out east. So um, I'm really glad to offer that, Tony, to uh, you know all of the listeners here today. So what are some of the props? What are some of the, the, the fun bets here you've put together? At this time, most of my propositions that are loading in at this very moment are team-based. So we're looking at things like, uh, will there be a run scored in the first inning or the total number of hits you know, by both the National and the American League? Uh, the first inning total hits by both teams, and you'll be able to pick, pick it apart, whether you think it'll be more or less. Right, and that's another thing, uh, Tony. Sometimes you'll see betting platforms offer up props, but they don't offer the other side of it. Here, I want to make sure that you get the yes and the no, or the over and the under. In this instance, uh, home runs by each individual player, uh, and that's obviously something that's going to be really interesting to see. Because, I mean, Tony, at this point, the totals the totals pretty low, and the first step that was taken was towards that under. Uh, so seven and a half, uh, but now it's getting shoved to the under very early in betting, Tony. So seven and a half is the opening number. Bino, what are you inclined to in that all-star game? Combined runs. What would you be inclined to play, Bino? Uh, I would probably play uh, the over in that. Uh, I, I don't know why. Uh, because they're, you're going to run pitcher after pitcher out there that uh, that are pretty good. So, but I think I would probably play the over at seven and a half. You know, Robert, I in looking at, at baseball lines, seems like just about everything lands around eight in the run total. You're absolutely right, Bino, and exactly, and that's what we, what I just did with the teams as I'm pouring over and I'm seeing what I did here. And the uh, first one, I'm actually seeing it. First is an over on the AL. So you're right. The uh, the split, I've got three and a half runs for the National League, three and a half runs for the American League, but now it's shaded to the over. So what do you know? It's landing near eight. There you go. And, and once again, as Robert was sharing, today with Zen Sports, special promotion for you. First 10 new customers who sign up for Zen Sports make a deposit, place a wager of at least $100 on the All-Star Game, Using the promo code TNTONY, use that in your referral code, 
they're going to put a hundred dollars in your account uh, for in your Zen Sports account. So uh, also, if you're not one of the first ten, if you get locked out of that, you can use uh, still use the the code TN Tony, and you will still get a ten dollar cash cash bonus uh, to be used. Um, so go ahead and do that for the next 100 new customers. And remember, all bonuses and rewards on Zen Sports are actual cash rewards. No funny uh, money, no points. This is real money we're talking about. Put in your account. And remember, the more you bet, the more you earn on the site. And one other thing I want to tell you, and then Robert, I want to ask you a question about the upcoming Tennessee season. We were just talking a second ago sure. uh, and, and looking at numbers. Um, but the other thing that I want to share is if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and over to bet in the state of Tennessee. As Robert Killer Kowalski joins us on the program, and we call him that because he crushed his competition last year. Plus, Robert's agreed to, as part of our Garza Law uh, Tennessee fifth quarter fan reaction to be on call for us uh, as we have questions uh, and as he's putting numbers together for Tennessee's coming week game we'll get some look ahead numbers from him as part of our uh, post game offering to you we're really looking forward to our partnership with Robert so and as you can hear he's when I met him last week he's really a uh, affable guy who's going to fit right in here in these land this land of knuckleheads that we have but Robert question for you you're putting together your totals for Tennessee this season and you're getting ready to publish those what is the number sitting at right now you know Tony it's this had to be like the past season had to be like their best in like what 20 years and you know i think hypel's got something really really special going into this year as well so i think that i wanted to set the number initially at nine for uh the football season and just looking at their schedule and that's basically how you make it right there's no you know secret and if there is you know trust me i'm, I'm going to be revealing an awful lot of them because that's what i do it's, i just want to let everybody know here's how cake is baked right and so when you look at the schedule and you see their power index uh and you figure out well it was a very good season that they had last year uh and but i honestly think that their offense is going to be elite uh without a doubt and and it's just i'm not even really i obviously there's no Hendon hooker no hyatt no cedric tillman and i'm, I'm not even concerned about that i still think that they're going to have an incredible incredible offensive explosion this year um so I, i've got to think that with the total being nine for their season wins i think it's going to have uh, at least a spirited debate over the number <laughs> and uh i what i am hoping to see is that you know we, we get some you know, good back and forth in, in terms of uh, whether or not I'm right in posting it, obviously we know that you know their season's going to start. They're going to be massive favorites against Virginia, uh, Nissan Stadium. So uh, you know we could go ahead and put that one as a win right off the bat, Tony. <laughs> well, from your perspective too, you said a lot of times you like to set a number that has a hook in it, 
And so why didn't you hear go, we were talking off the air, you, you shared that with me. Why didn't you go nine and a half on that number? Or why are you not leaning that way? I Yeah, that's the thing. I am, if there was a lean, it would be towards to go over the nine. Um, I, I think that, it, and I don't really look too much at, you know, other odds makers numbers. It's, it's basically my number. I'm going to let everyone in the state of Tennessee let me know if my number's good or not. And obviously, as I get more and more bets, I'll know if uh, the number that I initially opened with was strong or uh, perhaps uh, we'll go ahead and just let uh, let the public decide on it. So nine and a half was my first lean, uh, but I, I think that we could probably see some pushback on it. So, boy, eight and four. I don't know if we're going to be happy as a state with eight and four, are we, Tony? <laughs> well, you know, Bino, from your perspective, the number nine, What would you, where would you be inclined to go, Bino? And what do you think of that number uh, as an introduction in terms of uh, inviting inviting action? Uh, I, I I think nine is the perfect number. I think if you win a hook under, I would bet over. And if you win a hook over, I would bet there under. Go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really interesting because you've got, you know, to me, what Josh Heupel did last year, Robert, is he um, he really created expectations out of nowhere. It, I, I liken it to somebody that's in the sales game that went out and had a huge year and landed two huge accounts out of nowhere. The first one was that LSU game. The second one, obviously, was that Alabama game. And when you do that, your boss immediately looks at you and says, I'm going to pencil that guy in for that every year. When the reality this year is, is that even though you said they lost some guys and you know certainly pretty good offensively, you still lost a bunch of people on your football team uh, last year. It's going to be difficult to duplicate that. It will be. Uh, however, there's some really amazing, talented kids on on the program right now, and I'm looking right now at at Joe Milton. Uh, I, I, I think unless things go horribly wrong, uh, he's going to be you know the, the key to this team. And I think, I honestly think he's going to just have an incredible season. Um, learned an awful lot from Hendon Hooker. Uh, and I, I think that we're going to see some really amazing numbers being put up by him this year. Robert Kowalski joining on your TLD Logistics Hotline. One more time, Robert, on the way out. Uh, our friends at Zen Sports are offering a tremendous promotion. First 10 new customers who sign up for an account at Zen Sports, make a deposit, place a wager of at least 100 bucks on Robert's Major League Baseball All-Star Game Prop Palooza. And there's tons and tons of, uh, of bets to be made there. Use the promo code TNTONY. You're going to receive a $100 matching bonus deposited right into your account. Robert, anything else we need to know on the way out, my friend? That's it. Yeah, it's, it, We wanted to make this as simple as possible so that there's no complicated hoops to run through. It's as simple as signing up. Just remember that referral code when you pop on in. TN Tony. Hope you have a great one, brother. Good talking to you. Take care now.
All right, that's Robert Killer Kowalski. But, you know, a guy that picks every NFL football game at 58%, every game, that's insane against the spread. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, Tony, it, it's, it's extremely hard to pick 58% if you're just selecting games that you like, let alone having to play games that you have no idea, no feel for. And it's NFL, too, which is even more impressive yeah. to me. Absolutely. And Beanstar, yeah, he straight up popped for you when you said, huh, that's funny. I thought everybody picks at 75%. Yeah, I remember. Don't pull lock. Those panels I used to watch out of Vegas uh, back in the 80s, Mm -hmm. that that was some some funny stuff there. That that was true comedy. Brad does, uh, Brad the clone, does a great imitation of one of those guys. He calls it the juke. The Juke's got his specials. The Juke. Juke, he says. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's like, what in the world are we doing here? But it's interesting. So we had a mix there of Robert Kowalski and Phil Steele. Both guys, one guy's an odds maker, one guy's on the other side of that ledger. But they both think that Joe Milton... Both guys, they both think he's going to have a tremendous year, Bino. I wonder if I'm just too close to it. I wonder if that's why I'm afraid of it, that I'm just too close to it. Could that be it? Well, uh, as like we talked about Friday, Tony, there just hasn't been enough of a track record of success for Joe Milton as a starter. I, I know it's there's there's not a lot of games in there, uh, but that's all we know to this point so you know we're we're gonna look at it a little bit more conservatively than we should uh they 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 look at the raw ability um and uh and putting him under hypo uh we're probably discounting those two things a little bit too much back to the phones we go and one thing that these guys know is that hypo's going to roll those numbers up too offensively I mean, basically, both guys said that you got a you got a guy here who's not going to quit scoring in Josh Heupel, which is going to lead to Milton putting up putting up huge numbers. It should, right? If he doesn't, something's wrong. Yes, I mean it's a quarterback friendly uh, offense, and he's he's been in the system now uh, over a year and a half. Uh, I I. Those two things make me believe that we're going to see a different Joe Milton uh, this time around uh, when he's the starter. Tony, just real quick on 10 win seasons. Uh, you know, we talked about this a little bit last year. Uh, the first time Tennessee ever won 10 football games in a season was 1938. So that's 84 seasons going through last year. Tennessee has 14 times when they've won 10 games in the regular season, 14 out of 84. Uh, there were five other times when they won 10 games based on a win in a bowl game. Uh, but uh, that's that's a rare bird. That's a rare bird to win 10 games. An orange throat's question today, and it bears repeating, right? And not, not to be a downer 
But just to be honest about it, because I think what I want to do for that young coach is not create a spirit of misplaced expectation. So you really appreciate what happened last year, because it was really special. Like Bino said, what was the number again, Bino? 14 out of 84, was that the number? Yeah, for it, the the first year Tennessee ever won 10 football games was in 1938. And that's 84 seasons ago, I, I believe, unless my numbers are yeah. wrong. That's, yeah, and so through Taji's um, point is that, hey, it's it's neat to want it to happen. It's another thing to expect it to happen. And uh, juxtaposed with uh, Robert Kowalski coming on here and saying my number's nine for the year. If you bet the over on that, you're betting on number 15 at a, at 85, Bino. Yes, that's what I'm hearing. Yes, yes. You're, uh, mm-hmm. 15th time in 85 years that Tennessee would have won wow. 10 football games in the regular season. Brian, what are you inclined to play if the number's nine? Over at Zen as we go forward. What are you inclined to play there, Brian? I would play a push. I don't think they let you do that, but nine wins is what I think they'll end up with. Nine and three after the regular season. Back to the phones we go. Brian ain't touching it. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. So, no, I wouldn't go over. You know, I'm going to tend to differ with you on, on Coach Fulmer. I believe this coach has made names for themselves in the NFL. I can name you one. All right. Peyton Manning. Say that one more time. Made name for himself. Where? Say that one more time. Your phone, as it's want to do, went dark on us for about 10 seconds. Go ahead and start your deal all over again. Go ahead. Okay. I, I As I said, Tony, I tend to differ with Bino on Coach Fulmer. He was the as, greatest as as head what, football Bill, As far as uh, Majors being a better overall football coach than, than Fulmer? Yeah. Is that what you're different on? I okay. tend to differ with you there, buddy. Okay. It's fair. I say you're wrong. It's a, it's a, you can have, I think you could have a robust discussion on that. I really do. Yeah. And, and, and what's the reasoning on that, Bill? Look at here how many players that have made names for themselves in the NFL. I'll name you one Peyton Manning. Who did Peyton yep. Manning play for, Bino? Philip uh, Fulmer. He played uh, when uh, Coach Fulmer was there. Yeah. Yep. And who recruited Peyton Manning? I think you got him. Philip Fulmer. I think you uh, got David him. David Cutcliffe. No, Philip Fulmer. Oh, Fulmer did. Okay. He's being really dismissive, uh, Bill, isn't he, toward Fulmer? Yeah. I don't understand why. Who has the second best one loss record besides co- second to Coach Neeland? Simple answer. Philip Fulmer. Yep. Both of those are absolutely correct, Bill. I think that we were really fortunate to have two coaches back-to-back like Majors and Fulmer. 
there haven't been many schools that that had that. Great point. Uh, as as Tony said, it's a it's a good discussion. I, I will always believe, though, I, I will never believe that Coach Former could build a program from the ground uh, the way that Majors did at both Pittsburgh at three places: Iowa State, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. I don't I don't believe he had that capability. You know, thirty years ago. Fulmer was undefeated, and when Majors got back from his uh, operation, you know, he, he lost, we lost to South Carolina. God, that was 30 years ago. And Arkansas. Jeez, and Arkansas. We lost some games, but oh, then we should have won. Because the oh, bottom line is... I'll agree with that. Fulmer, Fulmer wanted all the glory to, I mean, Majors wanted all the glory to himself and didn't want to give any to Fulmer. Well, and that I, created a lot of bad blood between Fulmer and Majors. Yeah, I, I think Johnny came back too early uh, and, and disrupted that apple cart. Uh, but I think he knew what was going on behind the scenes, too. And I think he came back to fight for a job that was rightly his. No, I think what was, I think what costed him his job is him running the administration the wrong way. And you yeah, don't that do that. Help. That, you're, you're exactly right. That did not help. <clears throat> because that did not help. And the only thing Dr. Bowling did, I think it was Bowling. No, Doc Johnson was the president at the time. He just told Coach Fulmer, Adios, farewell, goodbye, good luck, so long, hee-haw. Here's your pink sweat. Uh, Get the devil out of here. But after, after all of that friction between the administration and, and majors, he still had a contract on the table to come back before they went to South Carolina. Well, he wanted more money because, you know, they were giving the head coach of Kentucky a lot yeah, a higher salary. More money, Bill. He was right about that. How could Bill Curry be, be being paid more than Philip Fulmer? How could Wade Houston be making more money than Johnny Majors? He absolutely <laughs> should have had more money. It's ridiculous. Well, I... Well, I, I got to say, you I got know, a bone I, to pick with you, by the way, Bill. And that's a good conversation. What's that? I want you. I hope you're proud of yourself for what you did on Friday. You accused me of something I would never and have never done, and after you did so, plaintiffs were coming out of the woodwork accusing me of calling their significant other unattractive. I felt like Bill Cosby. <laughs> All right, Dino. I will. You know, I'll tell you what. My hey, Tony. My buddy Tom got on me for that. When I talk to him, so, so Bino, I want to apologize for that. I don't want any bad blood to come between you and me because I'll always consider you a friend, buddy. I do. I'll always consider Absolutely. you a friend. I want a lot of heat to come between you two, but Bill, no thank bad you. Blood at all, Bill. Apology accepted. Thank you, Bill. Good night, Almighty. Bino, what was the wittiest thing said to you? Over the uh, 
Do you remember the wittiest thing either you thought or that was said to you over that whole exchange where Bill accused Bino at Bill's birthday party two years ago of saying that his nephew's girlfriend was ugly? And Bino was like totally, totally floored. He thought Bill was kidding and Bill was not kidding. But go ahead, Bino. Uh, I, I, it was uh, it 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 set off a firestorm, Tony. Apparently, I had called everyone's significant other uh, unattractive down through the years. And as I told you on Friday, I've never done that in my life. And if I was gonna do it, I would have done it before I had my picture taken for that true ID, that last one that's on my driver's license. Eight six five. 200-5402. The show of record, for some reason, continues after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. It's rodeo time in Murray County, the 19th annual Murray County Sheriff Rodeo, July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30 and the show starts at 8. As always, kids 11 and under get in free. We have free pony rides, petting zoos, face painting, balloons, and bounce houses, all in our spectacular kids zone. We have cowboys and cowgirls from all over the United States fireworks show immediately after the main event bull riding. Pre-sale tickets are $15 and can be purchased at United Co-op or Columbia Farm Supply or at the gate they're $20. All brought to you by Harness LLC where we build people that move dirt. Again the 19th annual Murray County Sheriff's Rodeo July 14th and 15th. Gates open at 5.30 show starts at 8. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. We'll be back with you, 865-200-5402. Blessed to be with you on a Monday. I mean, to get to do this every day and, you know, to get to hang out with you. And I mean, I, I often think about when I was a child and... If I could have scripted it this way, I, I never in a million years would have dreamed that I'd get a chance to do this. And I, and I want you to know, it is a privilege. It really is to get to do this. It is an absolute privilege. We're heading for a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime coming up, which is where we go app only and kick it with you for a few minutes anyway. The Major League Baseball draft begins at 2 o'clock today. Rounds 8 through 10. Uh, I, we all said that uh, Dolander would go under 10. Let's play a game with Maui Ahuna here, Bino. What round Maui Ahuna? Will he get drafted today? Maui Ahuna, Beanstar. Uh, yes, he'll get drafted. No. Is this a three-day event or a two-day event, Tony? It's a three-day event. Tomorrow is rounds 10 through 20. So today is 3 through 10, right? Or, or 3 through... What is today? 3, three, through 10? three, to, three to 10, I guess. 3 to 10, yeah. Yeah, uh, he gets drafted today. I, I think there'll be 
three or four balls drafted today. What round, Beano's? Take a guess. Let's see who can come the closest. I'm going to say uh, Huna goes in the in the fourth round. I've got fifth round on. Uh, again, Beano, you've already cost me money. So if you spoke that into existence, I might come Six. and I might hammer I'll and sickle you. Six How did seven. I lose money, Tony? You certainly didn't bet that I was going to say former was a better I absolutely did. Majors. No, I did because I knew you were looking at those numbers of the ten win seasons, and you wouldn't even come. You wouldn't even come off of that. Yeah. I, uh, I <laughs> Let's go back to the phones, Brian. What was your number six? I'll go uh, over six. Yeah, I'll go seven. Right. So Bino has him in the fourth. I said he would go fifth or above, and I was called a hater uh, by somebody in private conversation last night. I was, how about the way college baseball, Bino, put high school baseball to shame last night in that draft? They're drafting more and more of these college kids. Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I'm not sure that, that there was any greater percentage of college kids picked. May have been. Uh, one thing you do know from the draft is uh, everybody's best player in high school still plays shortstop. As every player drafted was a shortstop, it seemed like. Yeah, that they're going to turn into other things. That's exactly right. That kid that you all took, they said they make an outfielder out of him, the kid from uh, Nebraska, Bino. Yeah, he may grow into a third baseman, too. The, the first pick they made was just shortstop out of Florida. Uh, Florida, that's He may kid. grow into a third baseman. Uh, you know, we picked shortstop, high school shortstop, and then the Phillies did right behind us. And it seemed like most of the panels thought that the Phillies got a better player than the Yankees did. Both shortstops from Florida. So The kid we got kind of got a banged-up hand, but that George Lombard Jr., I remember when his father was recruited to Tennessee. That's when you know you're old. <laughs> but he was he actually ended up signing with Georgia. Uh, and was a was a was a uh, great baseball player in his own right, I believe. Let's go back to the phones, get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, Tony. Hey, Frederick. Welcome in. Hey, Bino. Hi there, Freddie. How you doing? Did you have a nice weekend? I had a great weekend. I got together over at Clarkie's and gathered with some people and watched uh, some MMA Saturday night. So uh, it's always good to get some community around some sports. Incredible. That Brandon Moreno fight will go down. Those that, uh, those that enjoy that sport, I was texting with Tony Valls during it. That was the banger of all bangers. Tony Valls. Tony Valls. Got one more plane to land, this uh, pitcher out of Alabama. Yeah, that, you think that will be it? Oh, I don't know. The, 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 the activity closes on the 13th, so it's got to be close to getting getting there, yeah. I mean, we got a, man, we got a lot of good players returning and a lot of good players coming in. Uh, are we going to have two teams? I mean, we're going to have a really great baseball team next year, I, I think. Chase Burns or no Chase Burns? Oh, yeah, if they get this kid from Alabama, 
they got the big closer coming in can throw a hundred and uh, what's your feeling on the the kid that, that keeps saying may go in the draft and may not make it? Galan, Galani, Galani. Yeah. Today's the day to worry about that. Yeah. If he doesn't go today, you got a chance to hold on to him. Yeah. Is that a Pizon? Galani. Yeah, I would say that's probably an Italian name. Yep. <laughs> Tell you what, there were some Pizons last night taken in that draft. A couple guys had eyebrows like mine back in the day. <laughs> what were they grown together? Oh yeah, I had a unibrow. <laughs> I remember, I remember sitting there in the mirror and plucking. And my mom would go, "What are you doing?" And I would sit there and pull all my hair out of my eyes. I'd give anything to have that back now. Hey, I think you're missing a good sponsorship uh, opportunity, uh, Tony. We could have a heat with Beano segment, and you could get like one of these deep heating rubs to sponsor it. Oh, yeah. Absorb being uh, junior, uh, maybe? Freddie Jack, we've been trying for 20 years. Uh, you, you you can't find anybody to sponsor my segments. And if you do, they're going out of business. Oh, Bino. <laughs> Absorb being junior, presenting Titans Bills call to Bino or Icy Hot. I mean, I, I got a little heat with Bino. He took a shot at me last Monday on the. <laughs> what? What? It's on tape, too, Bino. What did I say, Freddie Jack? Of course, Tony Tony was the instigator. It was after Holly's call, and Holly, he, uh, Tony asked you if, uh, if you think I could ever be as good a call as Holly. Wait and, a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I introduced your name like that? You instigated, Tony, like you usually do. Not a nice thing to say. My my grandmother called me that when I was three. <laughs> Freddie Jack, I said, think he said that you could learn a lot from Holly. Uh, I I don't remember what my response was afterwards. What what did I say that was offensive? I remember you saying that's exactly right, Tony. Freddie is a <laughs> Freddie Jack is a font of misinformation and a windbag. No, I went back and listened to it again okay. last night, so okay. I wouldn't be misquoted. Did he call you ugly? He, Did he call you ugly? No, no, he didn't call me ugly. I can take that. But uh, <laughs> so stupid. He, he, he said, you asked him if I would ever be as good a caller as Holly. And uh, he said, well, it would be way down the line. What? Bino, you ripped Freddie Jack out of nowhere? I'm starting to think maybe you yeah. did this thing to Titans, Bill. I'm starting uh, to think maybe I'm, that happened. I'm guilty of this one with Freddie Jack. But I did I, not I thought, say Freddie Jack's wife or girlfriend or anybody else is ugly. You've you got to admit, Freddie Jack, that Holly is really a bright light when she calls. And you're kind of not. Well, I think Holly is a real nice lady. And she's a real good caller, and I like her passion. But I think you like her. The, the main reason you like her is because she can be wordy. Well, what about you? You've literally been on here for six minutes, and you haven't said anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I held on for 45. <laughs> Bino, do you like Freddie Jack? How many cheap shots just fly out of his yeah. mouth? Yes. yes, I love Freddie Jack. I love Freddie Jack. You know, you were talking about back in your child, childhood, you know, 
you can never have dreamed what happened. Yeah, I, I was thinking, yeah, I never could have dreamed I'd be still listening to Tony after 30 years. It's <laughs> <laughs> so maybe great, those, man. <laughs> maybe those dreams when I wake up in a cold sweat. But hey, there was, a, there was a lady at the watch party the other day. Um. <laughs> Out there at Corner 16, she said, my husband's listened to you for like 25 years. And she looked at me, Freddie Jack, like, literally, if there's nobody in this place, I would kick you right in your junk if I could. <laughs> I'm, Tony, I, Tony, I'm like that one guy. I don't remember who the caller was. I used to go. listen to you. When you're only on AM, I'd have to drive around to try to keep your signal in. Oh, that's awesome, man. You know, move around. Those are great days. I thank you. I thank your show. Didn't used to be on late in the day. Such a great day. Yes, and it would. The and, sun and, would go and down. And your signal would go out. That's right. Signal, Daytime only and station. A signal from some way, a, a station far away. That's would exactly take over. right. You have a great memory. It's exactly right. <laughs> I think. I don't know if I'm your oldest caller, but I'm. Oh yeah, you've gotten pretty, old. Pretty close. That was I mean, about I'm ten minutes ago. But that was about Old ten. But that was about, but that was about ten minutes ago. I'm talking about your longest caller that you called your show. But I remember listening to you. It was just me and you and dead air. Well, the show's it, getting ready to turn thirty in August. The show turns yeah. thirty in August. So thirty's a lot of years. That's a lot of candles on the cake to be doing something. Oh, I know it. I know it, Tony. You think I'll ever get a job, Bino? You think I'll ever do something like? I don't know. Gainful? Worthwhile, maybe? I wouldn't. No. I don't, I don't yeah. think that'd be a wise choice. I'll give you one better yeah, day I for you. I love you, Tony. First time I listened to him, I said, I'll never listen to that again. You said, Bino, you said that about me? You never told yeah. me that. I will never listen to that clown again. That's Jeez. a terrible <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> You know, there are a lot of li pe people who listen to this, right? And they tell their friends, and they go, why do you listen to that, that guy? I hate him. And they're like, no, really, it's it's actually really a fun show. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, but you've got it to the new listener, you've got to give this thing six weeks to really get the vibe of it. Because in six weeks, we'll... We'll go. We'll go the gamut with you. The range of emotions. We'll go the gamut with you, which is what I love. I because I am a raw nerve. This thing is pure honesty. What you get out of me is pure honesty. I'm not playing games here, like Freddie Tony, Jones. I, you know, I'm proud of you. You've really built. You've really took it from. You talk about from the ground up. Well, I would hope so. After 30 years, I mean, I mean but you've really built it up. From where you came from, you've done a great job. But? No, there's no buts. That's from the heart. I do I do miss some of the early stuff, kind of when you were solo and free-flowing and doing the remotes out in the hot tub with the lightning around. And, oh, my God, that was such a scary day. And the cattleman. And, oh, God, what a moron. I mean, those, those were a lot of fun shows. ZR with oh the zaniness of ZR just an absolute artist man the Hogman ZR the Defender I'm, the Mighty Guardian yeah. I miss some of the zaniness yeah but anyway thank you're you talking about yeah let me let me throw one sports thing <laughs> I don't I haven't said much about sports <laughs> uh, 
uh, on Dolander, you know, I think, you know, he'll go and uh, he'll have a good – if they have any kind of defense out there in Colorado, I mean, he'll do better because, you know, according to some people in town, the only reason any of the pitchers gave up any runs this year was because of our defense. Even even lead off home runs. We didn't we didn't have our <laughs> Freddie. We didn't have, we didn't Freddy, have our outfielder, hey, outfielder's Fre- position. Freddie, say go, They should have been on. Goodbye. They should have been on top of the fence. Say go- <laughs> He loved taking shots at me, Bino. I He's mean, good, good night. Give it a rest. To the radio listener, we're getting ready to depart. Um, we're going to hang out, though, over at tclub.team. Check us out there. Also, several of these new streaming deals, that are uh, we're going to start experimenting here in the next couple of days on some of these new. I'll tell you about all that stuff. But uh, I thank Phil Steele and Killer Kowalski for joining us today. Bino, Jeff, Bry, and myself will sit around and kick it. Tomorrow... Um, We'll do a little uh, Georgie preview, and Matt Dixon will be here, and we'll get a better feel for whether or not the Vols are going to get picked apart by the Major League Baseball draft. They think they're going to get dinged. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, southern middle Tennessee, and north Alabama. 
Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chandala yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
All right, everybody, welcome back. This is T. Willie. I have Mr. Miles Johnson on the phone from Foodland. Miles, what's happening today at Foodland? Well, today's been going pretty great, and this week we have uh, a pretty good sale, which includes ground chuck, three fifty nine a pound, assorted pork chops, a dollar sixty nine a pound, seedless grapes, a dollar forty nine a pound, and sun drop twelve packs, two for nine. Wow, a lot, a lot of good deals, uh, and that's good. When you guys are busy, that's what it's all about. And uh, again, you're located right there in West 7th Street. Uh, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., and uh, everybody in their store is very friendly whenever I come in, and uh, I always appreciate you uh, speaking with me every Thursday, and uh, you guys have a fantastic weekend and sell everything you got, okay? I'm going to try to. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Miles. Again, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Go check them out. They got some great deals, as they always do. And uh, they'll help be very helpful. And they got a flyer at the door so you can pick it up and see what you got. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.